We first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. Just black and white. We then went through the Mueller report. This is the truth. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later after lives were ruined, after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. This is Danny Land. It was all bullshit. All right. Big breath. Good job. How are you? Danny Chekolinsky. I'm your host. It's Danny Land. Mission statement, kind of simple here. 90% of the world is stupid. You are part of the 10%. We come to you from my my dungeon. Willoughby, Ohio, in my basement. 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland, the rock and roll capital of the world. Here's what the Democrats have done in the last week. Banning possible treatments. Funding their pet projects and crisis bills. Complaining illegals won't receive a stimulus. More worried about political correctness than solving the actual problem. Tell you what, it's getting creepy up there, it really is. I know why uh, Trump wants the uh, country back at work by Easter. It's because we can't take it. Can't take it. People are losing patience. They become animals. Shown their true colors. It's a jungle out there, and I want nothing to do with it, all right? Is this the end? Hmm. I don't think so. But if it is, there's nothing you or I can do to stop it. Hey, so much for that plastic bag melting the polar ice caps, huh? (laughs) So, yeah, so much for those, hey... Hey, you freaks. So much for those plastic straws being a problem, huh? Maybe. Well, let's let's think outside of the box here, okay? Maybe you should have been watching that dirty Chinaman in the back of the shithole Chinese market eating a fucking bat! Huh? Good. Even the uh, TV talking heads, they're losing it. Uh, Hoda, on the Today Show, she was interviewing Drew Brees, quarterback of the New Orleans. Donated $5 bucks. I mean, are you kidding me? That's pretty big. The interview ends, and she loses it on national TV. All right, here we go. Our hope is is that because, you know, you let us know that you made this big, generous donation, I think other people look and say, hey, maybe I can help out, too. Drew, we love you. Love you, too. Okay. Thank you. All right, a lot more. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, Ah, Hoda. I know. It's a lot. Hoda, I'm so sorry, hon. Take a moment. Sorry. (laughs) It's a lot. I know where your heart is, my dear. I do. All right. What what do you want me to do? You want me to rip on her for crying and breaking down and being a human being on national TV? I'm not going to do it, but... I will say this. You got to keep it together for the sake of the viewers. They see you losing it. They're going to come apart, all right? 
It's not helping. Yeah, I'm sitting here in a fucking glass house. Broken windows. Got a big bucket of stones. Sure. The uh, Cleveland Clinic is about uh, 20, uh, about 20 miles from me. One of the best hospitals in the world. And they released information this week about some new signs of the uh, of the virus, and I thought this is kind of interesting. Some of the leading experts in battling the coronavirus are now pointing to a new set of symptoms. But well, we're seeing some new symptoms emerge, both here in the United States. Um, really great um, data that's been coming out of Cuyahoga, talking about people talking about GI upset, just feeling more fatigued than usual, and sometimes not showing that fever. It's a problem one doctor at the Cleveland Clinic is beginning to notice in patients. Common symptoms with COVID-19 and gastrointestinal symptoms include nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. And interestingly, more recently, we're seeing people who have a loss of uh, taste and smell. Hmm. All right. Follow me on this, all right? I take, I'm not, I'm not fucking kidding you, I take 13 prescription drugs a day for the past eight months or so. I don't want to be gross or anything, but I'm just trying to be honest because that's, that's what we do here, all right? It's Dannyland. We're honest, all right? I'm 55. I'll be 56 in a month and a half if I'm still alive. Who knows? But I throw up every morning. I haven't had a sense of smell or taste for maybe the past six years. I don't know. Now, let's be honest. It's probably because of all the bad things I put up my nose in the past. Story for another time. So basically, without the fever, I've had the, uh, I've had the symptoms of the Chinese virus for five years. And because I don't, <laughs> because I don't have the fever, that's the only thing probably separating me from a ventilator. Speaking of ventilators, do we have enough? I don't know. Trump says it's okay, but we need to make more. But Governor Cuomo says he doesn't have enough. Doctor Burks, you know that lady, the crazy outfit. Looks like Mrs. Roper. Uh, Dr. Burks is uh, blame, uh, blaming rather uh, the uh, media for creating uh, a bunch of panic. And then finally, the situation about ventilators. We were reassured and meeting with our colleagues in New York that there are still ICU beds remaining, and there's still significant over 1,000 or 2,000 ventilators that have not been utilized yet. Please, for the reassurance of people around the world, to wake up this morning and look at people talking about creating DNR situations. Do not resuscitate situations for patients. There is no situation in the United States right now that warrants that kind of discussion. You can be thinking about it in a hospital. Certainly many hospitals talk about this on a daily basis. But to say that to the American people, to make the implication that when they need a hospital bed, it's not going to be there. Or when they need that ventilator, it's not going to be there. We don't have an evidence of that right now. 
Wow, well, there you go. So settle down, would you? By, by the way, uh, you know, uh, you know, Doctor uh, Burks dresses like a uh, pimp ostrich. Looks like that uh, that uh, Limu Emu from those uh, Liberty. What is it? Liberty Mutual commercials. Look, here's the bottom line. All right, talking to you right now. People are afraid. They fear the future. We don't know what is going to happen. We see people getting sick, people dying, the government pointing fingers. Fucking Democrats still want to play politics and not come together at a time of you know, a national emergency, and people are freaking out. Well, you, you, come on, look at this. They should be freaking out. This is a... <clears throat> This is a great lesson about what more government is all about. It's a burning dumpster fire. You don't want big government because everything the government puts in its hands, it, it ends up looking and smelling like one big shit sandwich, all right? You want to eat a shit sandwich? No! You want big government? No! All right, deep breath. All right. You know, the, 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 the media has a responsibility to the public to report and not to induce panic. I would, I would think mentioning zombies on a major network would be inducing panic, right? I understand. Danny, Nobody would ever do that except maybe some crazy little comedy show, right? All right. Well, you're correct. But the comedy show in the network is CNN and uh, this uh, Jake Tapper character. Listen to this. Here we go. We're a couple days away from being out of masks. We're buying gowns on eBay in some cases. We're in the middle of an incredibly dire situation, obviously. Hospitals in the U.S. are becoming overwhelmed. As an emergency physician told CNN, quote, the sickest patients are terrifying. They are air hungry, dropping their oxygen, confused, distressed. We can never show that, but it is terrifying. What would the zombie apocalypse be like what? if we only had verbal descriptions of zombies? Zombies. Do you work at CNN or do you work at Apocalypse TV? Zombies? People are, people are losing their jobs, all right? They're looking for answers. And CNN is, they're talking about zombies. When and if we get through this, do not forget when people were looking for answers during the Chinese virus, CNN was talking about zombies. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, New York needs ventilators. Now, there's no there, no news there. Governor Cuomo knew this years ago. He passed. Now he's pissed. Trump saved his ass. He's getting the, he's getting the ventilators, all right? He didn't have to be this way. Now, Sean Hannity called out Governor Cuomo and set the record straight the other night. Here we go. Uh, 
So. Now, instead of, by the way, stocking up on emergency supplies, well, we do have a list of your waste, your fraud and abuse. Governor is spending on his pet projects. Instead of stocking up on emergency supplies with that amount of money they take in every year and the high taxes they, they cost every New Yorker, Cuomo is busy wasting taxpayer money on, oh, let's see, $750 million for a solar panel factory. <laughs> yeah, that closed down. Right down the tubes, wasted money. I wonder how many ventilators, masks, gowns, medical equipment they could have purchased for all that money. $90 million, Mr. Governor, for a light bulb company in California. Yep, that failed too. $600 million for a computer chip factory that sits empty in your state. And get this, it was 2015, Cuomo warned that New York would need additional ventilators to manage any future pandemics, but he chose not to buy any. Instead, he assembled a task to determine how the state's 2,000 ventilators already on hand would be rationed. Now you'll be happy to know, Governor, that we can now convert those anesthesiologist equipment into ventilators, and you got 4,000 more from Donald Trump and from Mike Pence and the task force this week. There you go. I, I, can't, uh, I, I can't add anything to what Hannity just said because he laid it out brilliantly. You know, Cuomo sits there and he just uh, pontificates. He talks to talk to talk to talk with these press conferences. And he's got uh, a very nice uh, starched sh shirt. And he, I'm very impressed by the cufflink collection that he has. But uh, that's that's all I see. Ah, uh, it's just my God to be quarantined with this man. He's got that uh, what that uh, daughter that's a college daughter that stayed home from spring break. There's your victim right there, staying home with that asshole. Wow. Then, all right, friends. There's the idiots, the Fruit Loops, the Looney Tunes, the wackos, the crazy ones. Okeechobee County, and we're going to Florida for this one. Okeechobee County Commissioner Brian Culpepper bragged about his background as a paramedic as he hailed his madcap cure that he saw one of the foremost doctors who has studied the coronavirus. And uh, he actually said this uh, on public... Uh, on public record here. Being in the medical field that I was as a paramedic, it started to make a lot of sense. One of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the doctors, foremost doctors <coughs> that has studied the coronavirus, says that the nasal passages, passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body. That's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs. This sounds really goofy and it did to me too, but it works. Once the temperature reaches 136 degrees Fahrenheit, <laughs> right. the virus falls apart and just it's disintegrates. Oh. Okay? And I said, well, how would you get the temperature up to 132 degrees? Oh, here we go. The answer was you use a blow dryer because it's capable of doing that. So you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you... Oh, dear God. You hold a blow dryer in front of your face. You know, if, if you really believe that, you got to keep it to yourself. You have the big secret... You're from Florida, dude. I mean, come on, people are dying at an alarming rate. If you mention the cure is a blow dryer blowing hot heat into your boogers, people will laugh at you. You understand, right, sir?
Hey, I got to thank my uh, friend, uh, Big Mike. One of my very good friends tipping me off on this story. I, I usually don't care for Dr. Phil. He looks like, uh, hold on, let me get this. Um, Hank Kingsley from the uh, Larry Sanders show. This guy right here. Hey now. Hey now. You know, right? Hey now. Shit, where is it? Hey now. Hey now. All right, there you go. So uh, Dr. Phil is uh, is talking to this uh, this millennial, all right? that doesn't care about anybody but her, but herself. And again, that's like most millennials, all right? So listen, listen to what she thinks about the Chinese uh, virus. Or, what's her name, Ava? Somebody, yeah, here we go. Do you have any concern about the fact that if you just get outside and enjoy life and perpetuate the spread of this virus that you put more older people at risk does that concern you at all no um honestly like just from based on off of what i'm hearing here in this conversation i wouldn't be surprised if you're part of the illuminati or whatever government officials are pushing this virus um because like you're wealthy obviously well known i just don't think that this is as concerning as possibly as it could be because i don't have coronavirus I don't have any symptoms. No one I know has symptoms. And I was with thousands of people down in spring break. And I was kissing people. I was acting out. Like, I was being promiscuous. I was doing all these things and having a good time. And nothing happened. You're calling me selfish. But, like, you are the ones who are concerned because you're concerned about yourselves because you're the ones who can die. But look, are you just saying this to get attention? You can't no, do this. No, I know. I genuinely think, based off because the fact that I was able to create fake news, I genuinely. If you don't infect think- one person that loses their life, is it worth it for you to have this attention? I don't. Yeah. Wow. Um, you're not selfish, but you you are a whore. You. Know? <laughs> I was promiscuous. Oh, okay. Just say uh, I was a whore. Let's be honest. Okay. Where's your self? Where is your self-respect? Your integrity, your values. Oh, I forgot. You're a whore. Uh, before we leave, how about that iHeartRadio concert last night? Was that amazing? All these all these big name artists allowing allowing uh, us into their homes as they performed in this time of, of a global crisis, let's be honest. And we all came together for a moment. It was wonderful. And uh, I don't know if you saw this moment or not, but this was my, my, my favorite moment of the evening. Imagine there is no heaven. Imagine going and fucking yourself. Yeah, I'm that guy, all right? It took me all that time to set it up and to deliver that. God, is Gilbert funny or what, huh? Yes. All right. Hey, I need a favor. Tell one person about the podcast, forward it to them, uh, link it on their Facebook page. If you do the Twitter thing, tweet it on Twitter, LinkedIn, post it on LinkedIn. Um, Yeah, one person, that's all we need. Hey, 
In all seriousness, be safe. It's freaking crazy out there. And we will talk again on Friday. Shut up and sit down. You have just experienced the truth. Those asinine morons who canceled us were themselves fired for incompetence. Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. I'm charming and clever and I can unhook a bra with my toes. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang.